Hello. Welcome to episode six of Six for Six, the Jebel Ali Six Form School podcast. My name is Stephen Green, and I'm the proud incoming head of secondary here at Jebel Ali School. I'm delighted to be again joined by Mr. James Batten, our head of sixth form. Hello. Hi, James. Uh, we're also joined by uh, Lizzie Robinson, our principal here at Jabal Ali School. Hello. And once more, the wonderful hey. uh, Colette Doherty, our head of secondary here. You're as learning, well. Stephen. I like it. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's nice to be here. Thank you. <laughs> Today we'll be hearing again from our year one and two students uh, who'll be talking to us all about how they use their pocket money as well as their parents. We'll also be talking to Tony Hughes, our chair of the PTA and member of the Board of Governors, who'll be delving deeper into how we can look after our money at university. First of all, though, we're going to talk to our roving reporter of year one. James, you've been out and about again. Yes, yeah, I've been let loose um, and speaking to some of the year ones and all about pocket money and had some fantastic responses. What's your name? Leo. Leo. Leo, what year are you in? Year one. Year one. So do you get lots of pocket money from mummy and daddy? No, but from the tooth fairy. How do you get money from the tooth fairy? I left one tooth and got 35 dirhams. 35 dirhams, wow. What do you spend all of your pocket money on? Um, I spent 20 dirhams for like one pack of Pokemon cards and then another 10 dirhams, another 15 dirhams for like uh, the Pokemon set that I like. So Pokemon set, so you got to spend all your money on Pokemon sets? Yeah. Uh, we've got an accountant in the making and he's getting his money from the Tooth Fairy, James. Yes, yeah. We've also heard from Isaac too. Who else have we got here? What's your name? Isaac. Isaac. What year group are you in? Year one. Year one F. So what, do you get lots of pocket money from mummy and daddy? No. No? Do you get any money at all? I do have pocket money. I just got him for doing chores. For doing chores. Okay, what chores do you have to do to earn some pocket money? I clean the windows. I oil the door. Wow. And what can you spend all your pocket money on? I don't have enough to spend on anything yet. No. What are you saving up for? I'm saving it up for to buy myself a own car. Oh, a car? A real one? Yeah. Wow. Fantastic. Well, we were taken back to Victorian England there, James. Yes, yeah, it was brilliant. And uh, we also heard from Juliet in your one. Who else have we got? Juliet. Juliet. So you've told me already you got, you've got lots of pocket money. Mm. What do you get your pocket money for? Well, well, doing chores mostly. Doing chores as well. And what chores do you have to do? I make my bed. I make the sofas and clean the windows. Perfect. Lots of cleaning and tidying. I do more than you, Juliet. You do more than Juliet. Oh, no. Yeah, so, I even clean the roof. Clean the roof? How do you clean what? the roof? What? Okay. I need a ladder, of course. <laughs> oh, on a ladder. So, Juliet, what do you spend all your pocket money on? Well, I mostly spend... My mum doesn't allow slime, but she lets me have slime. Slime anyways. And also... Um, 
um, like lots of canvases and um, paint brushes and paint. Oh, so things to do, some paintings and to play with slime. To do on the weekends. To do on the weekends, brilliant. What was great about all three of those, James, is that uh, obviously they've got really strong work ethic and they're, they're all, you know, not just being given that money, they're all doing something for it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it, those skills are, are being taught at home, which is fantastic for us to see. Um, you've got Leo who who is breaking down how much money he gets and, and he's dividing his money into spending it in different areas, especially on Pokemon cards, which is fantastic. <laughs> That's right. And then we've also got Isaac who's saving up to buy something nice. So there's there's some skills being taught from home, which is lovely. That's wonderful. Uh, was the next question asking about parents, though, James? Yes, we delved a little deeper and we asked about how their parents spend pocket money too. Let's hear from them. Um, Juliet, what do you think mummy and daddy spend all their pocket money on? Hmm, well, mostly spend it on the... I think they mostly spend it on, like, <laughs> not the house. Not the house. So what do you think they spend it on? They mostly spend it on like they spend it on some of us for us like a paddling pool. Oh, so nice things for you. Okay, that's cool. Um, right, Leo, what do you think, Mummy and Daddy spend all their pocket money on? Um, I think my dad spends lots of money on his iPhone. 12 and his new car. Oh, so a new phone and a new car. Yeah, and those iPads on the car that to play games and watch Netflix wow. and watch movies. Wow, very posh car with iPads in. Fantastic. Isaac, what do you think mummy and daddy spend all their pocket money on? The house. The house? What do they spend money on in the house? All the things in the house. All the things in the house. Okay. Well, I I do actually buy some stuff with my pocket money. What do you buy? I buy some paint, some slime, and I buy quite a lot of stuff. I buy some fruit. Buy some fruit? That's good. I buy one trampoline. Just one trampoline? Yeah. One's enough. And I buy the doggy. That's very cool. What's your doggy's name? Maxie. Maxie. That's a cool name. A moving entertainment system is a great idea, James. Uh, I quite like the idea of watching a Netflix movie on the way to school. Yes, yeah, a nice way to arrive to school. <laughs> I only live around the corner, so it would be a very short movie. <laughs> Uh, with the weather heating up as well, uh, I thought the idea of a paddling pool uh, was was pretty good. It's, it's it's just nice to see that parents are actually focusing on their kids and their even their well being, if yeah. you like, about doing things for them to make their life better. That was nice, wasn't it? Yeah. Next, we'll be talking to Tony Hughes. Uh, James, you had the opportunity to ask Tony about the importance of financial understanding. Yes, and uh, and as we mentioned, Tony's worked with us over a couple of the years now, um, worked with Year 10s and Year 11s recently, and we'll be working with Year 12s and Year 13s soon. Um, he has some fantastic lessons for these students, mm -hmm. and it's making a real impact before it's too late financially for these students. They'll be moving off to university with skills yeah. and with the knowledge that they need to back them financially. Okay, so some important things we're going to listen to now. Hi, Tony. It's good to talk to you again. With regards to your sessions, your money sessions, you mentioned credit cards and loans and, and kind of the compound interest that builds on those and 
that's something that I wouldn't have been aware of in year 11 to 13. So it's great for our students. What else will your sessions cover? They will cover anything and, and everything, everything finance. And, and, and uh, it's very important to understand finance. And everybody's like, well, I don't need to. I've got a financial advisor or I don't need to. I've got my mum and dad or things like that. It's still important for you to understand about finance because every single day you're going to be dealing with them, whether it's going to the shop to buy a loaf of bread, whether it's going to uh, the supermarket to, 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 to buy your new stereo or new TV, or whether it's buying a holiday. But again, it's understanding what's the best way to do that. Is it putting it on a credit card? Is it taking a loan? Is it taking a high interest loan or is it taking a low interest loan over a certain amount of months, over a certain amount of years? So my, my uh, sessions will be every single step of the way helping people understand what's the kind of best scenario against what you would do in that uh, situation and it's really important for everybody to understand that because you don't have to be a financial genius to understand these you just have to understand the implications against every financial decision you make and that's really important because even if people get themselves into that some people think that's it, I'll bury my head in the sand, there's no way out. There is always a way out. Uh, and my my teaching hopefully will, will, will uh, show people that this is what you would do. You would go and speak to your bank, you would go and speak to this person, you would go and deal with that. But it's always trying to deal with different scenarios that come up so you find a solution to help you. Yeah, and it sounds like they'll be very well prepared given a range of solutions, yeah. so that's, that's amazing. Um, lastly, with regards to student loans uh, and some of the, the debt that students might accrue as an international student, but also as a homegrown student, what is there any advice that you would offer there? Is it a bad debt to accrue to go take on university? Bad debt, we, we do class different debts as bad and good debt. For example, mortgages are a good debt. Uh, credit cards can be a bad debt if they're not managed properly. A student loan isn't a bad debt because you're actually investing in your future. What is bad is if you don't understand the implications of, of that student loan and you don't prepare yourself for the amount of time it's going to take you to pay that back. Some might uh, go down a different route. Some might be fortunate to have their parents pay for them or some parents that I work with actually don't pay for their kids until they finish the actual uh, uh, college degree. And these kind of things are really, really good. But what they have to understand is if I'm taking out a student loan, how will I pay that back? So I'm going to be a, 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 a law student. Okay, that's one of the most expensive. So how am I going to pay that back? These kind of things, it's all very well saying, I want to do this. But have you understood the implications of once you've taken that loan out, how long you've got to pay that loan and how you will pay that loan back? Uh, so my, my thinking would be it's not a bad debt to have but if we can avoid it or if I can help the students understand what that uh, debt is and how to manage it then that's the best thing because look in a, in a perfect world no, nobody would have this debt and, and everything would be paid and it, uh, or if, if they lived in Sweden and uh, uh, some parts of Europe it's free mm. so these are the kind of uh, things that you have to look at but typically where we're from the UK uh, or US it, it's primarily it's paid so and it's a heavy debt as well so you just have to understand the implications of that and, and little things might be 
when they get to, to, to college, uh, university, that they, they have to go and have a part-time job. Uh, and these are the things that help them again with life skills. It's great. Yeah, you don't want to be funded by uh, mum and dad all the time. The bank of mum and dad is great, but at the end of the day, it's always good to get your life skills yourself and go out and work to pay that debt off. Tony, thank you so much for today. Thank you for speaking with us and, and your ongoing support of our skills programme from year 10 upwards. No problem. Totally enjoy it and, and uh, you're welcome to have me uh, anytime and I'll help. That was Tony Hughes, our chair of the PTN and a member of the Board of Governors with excellent financial advice uh, for our year 12 uh, students as, as they you know get ready to go to university in a few years' time. Um, we are coming to the end of episode six, our final podcast of Six for Six. And as I said earlier, we were joined by James Batten, uh, Lizzie Robinson and Colette Doherty. And it's a really nice idea at this particular point to let's just stop and, you know, think back over the last six episodes and, and, uh, you know, pick out some, you know, highlights perhaps, but also just think about what we can be thinking about moving forward. Lizzie, if I can ask you, first of all, this was your brainchild. How do you think it's gone? I'm absolutely delighted. I think more than anything, it's brought the sense of community and family to the mm. fore. I think we've seen those values that we're so proud of coming through the children. All of the students have represented themselves so incredibly well. They've been articulate. They've been authentic. They've had something powerful to say. Yeah. And I'm really also so proud of the fact that the experts that we've had on the podcasts are from within the school family as well so mm. I couldn't have wished for a better outcome I'm incredibly proud as I always am actually when I'm <laughs> walking around the school so yeah great job guys well done fantastic James you've joined me on on every single one yes, of these you've had the pleasure <laughs> uh, but without it it's it, it you know it, it wouldn't have happened either there's there's been a lot of work that's gone into you know producing these these uh, podcasts um, when you you were thinking about this from the outset as well, and thinking about the the ideas, um, do you think that you've successfully managed to Ooh. to put put the the ideas across? Um, I hope so. I hope everybody listening has um, kind of got on board with where we are and what we want to provide our students. Mm. Um, just to echo what Lizzie said, it, it's been fantastic to hear from our business liaison program and have guests in. It's been fantastic to hear from current students and new students that will be joining us and yeah it's been it's been great to hear the expertise and, and everything that's going to happen for our sick formers um, and it's an exciting time for them but also for us it is it, it, it is incredibly exciting a new sixth form but actually just pointing out that the experts are, are here they're nice. ready and, uh, and and also the students are ready to go mm. Colette what about you obviously you know it's it's a sad time it's in many ways but yeah, yeah sweet. We're talking about obviously the, the future here, um, but <laughs> yeah. you've been instrumental in making that happen as well. Now you're going to make me cry. Stop. <laughs> um, it's there's two strands for me here. It's, it's it's one listening to everybody, but in particular our students. I think Lizzie nailed it really. Um, you know, we had a vision for the secondary school that was built on the primary school. You know, built on the ethos of the primary school and the success of the mm. primary school. But we were very clear, or at least in in my heart and in my head, I was very clear about where we wanted to go. I don't know that I could ever articulate it that well. And yet, when I listen to the students, I believe that we've actually got to where we were planning on and what was in my head. Yeah. 
that I couldn't say, but the students say so well. And I, and it's, it's a great comfort to me to know that, well, somehow they knew what was going on in my head <laughs> and, and in my heart. Because, because I don't think I specifically set out, oh, we're going to do this, this, and this. We just grew organically. Mm. And the kids have embraced everything. The staff have embraced everything. And look, look where we are. Five years down the line, we are where I absolutely wanted us to be. And, and, and now, yeah, it is a bittersweet moment. I sit here and I'm listening to Pippa talk about the sixth form, et cetera. And I, I just think, oh, oh I want to be there. But actually, it, it is the right time to hand it over. And, and you, the team that is sitting around this table and the, the, the periphery of the team, you know, I've said it before and I, yeah. and I don't mean to put anybody under pressure, but I walk away feeling very comforted that I've done my job and it's over to people who I know can actually take it further. And create this wonderful, you know, the wonderful school of Jebel Ali, but right the way up to year 13. And, and, and yeah, I, I keep threatening that I'm coming back for graduation. <laughs> um, believe me, if, uh, you'll, you'll have to try hard to stop me. Mm-hmm. Um, because I want to see, I will always, I will always have an eye on this school. I will always have a piece of my heart here. Yeah. Um, and, and listening to all of these podcasts has just reinforced exactly where we are. It's, it's, uh, it's, really really uh, lovely to hear you speak like that the the thing that that i thought about when you, when i was listening to you just then was just that ambassadorial uh, feel to everything the that every child that that's been here with us on the podcast yeah. they've they've you know shown how much they they love this place absolutely and, yeah. and how excited they are for its future but yeah. equally so uh obviously in just in the words that you've used but also in in the the teachers and the parents and how they speak about uh Jebel Ali. yes yes um you know if if there was anything that uh has made me you know realize what was so exciting about joining such a special place mm. it's been a part of these six episodes and listening to all the people and everything that they've said yeah it's that Jebel Ali magic i've said numerous times if we could bottle this we'd be we'd be rich because there is something very very special about mm. this school and i've always described it as the Jebel Ali magic i don't quite know what it is but it's there for sure (laughs) that was episode six of six for six the Jebel Ali six form school podcast as we've come to the end of this series of podcasts it remains for me to ask the question what next it would be lovely to hear your suggestions to what else you would like to hear about what themes would you like to discover about Jebel Ali what else would you like to know about I think, you know, we've, we've heard a lot from our students and from our parents and from our teachers, but there's so much more to find out. So send in those questions, send in those suggestions by email, sixform at jebelalischool.org and through Instagram at jazz6form. It's been fantastic having your company for 6 for 6. Listen out for more podcasts from Jebel Ali School in the future. Thank you.